The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. It is a Monday. We are live here in Arizona as well as the rest of the world. Got a show for you that moves fast. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Alex Clancy is in the studio. You can find Alex at Clancy Corner on his Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we are back. Last time we t- last time we were here, we talked a little bit of golf and Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods has missed the cut. I think that was his first cut missed in 27, which I don't think is a big deal. Um, but he got a chance to play with some competition around some guys. Um, Tiger Woods has missed what is it ten cuts in his career, which you know every time he missed one, we're like, what is you crazy or something? But they so far in between each other that uh, it seems like a huge story. But it's always coming off some type of injury or some type of maybe in a life situation. That was that. At least he got a chance to play some competition. I don't think any of us thought he would win it. I, I certainly did not. Um, but. You got some more events coming up. He's back. There was no pain. Also talk uh, Jason Kidd's situation. Jason Kidd possibly leaving the Nets. Uh, and then we, we forget that Jason Kidd had some situations as a player um, while, while, you know, it was life situation, but there were still issues um, with um, as well as the coach he had. And uh, what was it, Byron? What was the coach the Nets had? Lawrence Frank? No, no, no. This one, Jason Kidd was playing with them. When Byron um, played with the Lakers. Byron Scott? Scott. Byron Scott uh, had a DUI, had some other stuff. That stuff is behind him, we like to mention. But I say that to say this, uh, with the situation going on with Milwaukee Bucks and the New Jersey Nets, that I guess you bring those issues up when you don't want to give Jason Kidd that type of power. I don't even know if he should have that type of power uh, as a first-time coach, although he's taken his team to the playoffs for the first time. But he does have some guys up there that that shouldn't have been a problem. You do coach in the East where that shouldn't have been a problem. But that's that. We'll get into some Jason Kidd situation right there. As of uh, today, our, well, I see this evening, 901. 12 o'clock, 12.01 East Coast, it will be NBA free agency. Now, LeBron has already opted up, but since we spoke last, Bosch and um, Dwayne Wade has opted out. And when I first saw that, I said, okay, they'll be back in Miami. But there are situations where who gets the max money. We know LeBron, if he wants the max money, he has to get the max money, monies. But you have to still better bring in other players. You don't, you can't bring in a, another Dwayne Wade, somebody who's going to miss 60 games, 30 games uh, throughout an 82 uh, regular season basketball game. 
I think LeBron felt the pressure. And by that, I mean he carried the load most of that year, all year long, every game. And that's not the way to do it when you so-called have a big three. Alex, I'll get your take on that. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> if LeBron wants max money, they're not going to be able to sign anybody else. So it's, it's going to be problematic for Miami. And, and this is how the first year when they made the finals and didn't win, uh, Dallas beat them. They didn't have a bench because all, all their money was wrapped up in three guys. And then the next year, they kind of tweaked. Had guys take a little bit less money. Shane Batty and Mike Miller, guys of the sort, Chris Anderson. They had Joel Anthony then. They won a championship. But I was looking at the numbers, and, and, and I read an article that said pretty much if they want to bring anybody in, a point guard, somebody somebody like that, if, I don't know if they trust Shabazz Napier, will trust him right off the bat. LeBron's not going to be able to make 20 mil. He's not going to be able. He's going to have to make 16, 17, 18 mil. Dwayne Wade's going to be 12 mil or 13 mil, and he's supposed to get 24 mil each of the next two years with how it's set up right now. So I don't know if it's in these guys' best interest, especially Dwayne Wade, where his career is about to be over within the next two or three years if he shouldn't make as much money as he can now. So it's going to be the determining factor is, is money or winning the most important right now. And obviously to LeBron... He's always said that winning is more important than money, and he, he's got a lot of money. I mean, we know that. So if it's you know three or four, five less million dollars a year to keep the team together, he'll do that. And Chris Bosh will go wherever wherever LeBron James goes if he's able to. Yeah, I think uh, Dwayne Wade's career, as we know it, as it will be over. He's not going to be an impactful player. I think he's still serviceable in a role because yeah, you, he should be the sixth man yeah, starting next yeah, year. Yeah, I, I would like to see uh, Dwayne Wade be a sixth man. Pride and ego, I don't know. But at some point, you're going to be delegated to that. It's, it's the same way or the same way I think about Tiger Woods. So like, will you ever play on a Champions Tour having that great of career? Will, would you ever do that? Um, but it's nothing wrong with being a sixth man. You look at uh, Jamal Crawford. You look at a lot of guys who come off the bench can be a sixth man. Um and and those teams are winning, and those teams that end up, uh, most times those teams end up in the finals. Most times they end up in the uh, uh, the um, championship. So well, I don't know Dwayne Wade, but I, th- I thought when when all of them opt out, it was a way to get the um, not to get max money, but to bring other players in because you did mention that they didn't have a bench that first year, and then they went out and got those guys. So Miami Heat, Pat Riley, and the Miami Heat should have a blueprint. Uh, of their success and it's not LeBron carrying the load it should be let's get us a bench we did draft one of the guys that LeBron say was the best point guard in college basketball and uh Shabazz Napier so you getting him I think he's he's implemented into the starting lineup right away right away uh, as far as the trust come he still have to learn how to play basketball is basketball but you have to learn some stuff at the next level he still has to learn NBA basketball but he he'll be around some veterans you yeah. know, hopefully keep some of those guys on the bench that you don't have to pay. Um, who was it? Eislam, uh, Udonis. He's, uh, he's opt out also. But he wasn't a – I mean, he was a big, huge defensive guy for him at one point. But he opted out. And, you know, I'm probably sure Pat Riley in the, in the, in the organization talked to him. was like, you know, we want you here. but And, you know, basketball is guaranteed. We want you here, but can you help the team out? Yeah, there's I mean, a chance for another championship. This is a huge issue that everybody's starting to see in the NBA is that if you have three stars, you're not going to have much money for anybody else. And in the 70s and 80s, the, granted, yes, the uh, 
the Celtics and Lakers, they drafted really well. They got lucky a couple times, but they all did it through the draft and through lower end free agency. They're not bringing in three guys. They're not bringing in two guys to get make a hundred million dollars a year and having the rest of the team suffer. So this is what's going to start to have to happen when GMs, the GMs are going to start having to kind of tweak what what the Miami Heat blueprint was was to bring in three stars and win championships. They have they have to tweak that. And the Houston guy, the GM in Houston's done a great job with that. Brought in Jeremy Lin at all the money on the back end. Omar Sheik. Well, yeah, but they traded Omar Sheik for a yeah. second rounder, so they got rid of they got rid of that money off the books. If they can get Carmelo Anthony, which I think would be a huge disaster, huge mistake, then Chandler Parsons would be gone, and he'll be he can be an all star somewhere else. Chandler, just, Chandler Parsons is probably going to go to the, the Lakers. Well, I mean, he'd be I, a great fit for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, I, I think anybody with a heartbeat right now would be a good fit for the Lakers. So <laughs> I don't think that's really saying too much. But you have it, in Houston. I don't know why they don't just leave it. Just leave it. Just leave it. You know, maybe get maybe a little bit more serviceable of a point guard. If they had Gore Dragic on that team last year, they could have made a run. Yeah, but you know what? Teams and organizations don't have that type of patience to just leave it. They always have to tweak something or you don't feel like you're doing your job as a GM. Um, there's nothing wrong with the Houston Rockets team. They have some stars. You mentioned the three stars. Well, I don't think Dallas had three stars when they beat the Miami Heat in, in the finals. Um, but it, it, but when you got three serviceable, serviceable stars, when you got a LeBron James, Chris Bosh, that we call a star, um, and Dwayne Wade, you got to think your chances are great. But I look at the Houston Rockets team, you talk about leaving, they could do that, and I think they'll win at some point. You got to develop that chemistry. Them guys got to be able to, I don't know if one that one season uh, with them together, it was a frustrating one or a disappointing one, I should say. But you got to give teams like that time. You look, look what happened with Miami. They needed some time. What, what, what two years, a year or two? Give them a year, and I think you stick together. But you might, if you can add some intricate parts of coming in, you know, guys off the bench, Carmelo Anthony going there, it's two things going to happen. It's going to be a disaster or a great fit. But I don't know where Carmelo, Carmelo will fit in in Houston. Yeah, and they were talking about trading James Harden for Carmelo Anthony, which is That's it's dumb. ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. You get a guy I, that's been in the league, what, three years or four years, and James, you're, you're going backwards six years in, in age. And James Harden can do more than Carmelo can. They both don't play defense, which is fine. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Carmelo's a better rebounder. the same guy. No but James Harden's guy. a passer. He passes more than, than Carmelo does. The, James Harden's strength in this situation between the two is he can orchestrate the game. Carmelo's not going to be able to orchestrate, bring the ball up for a full, full game, um, as well as James Harden will be able to, and still distribute the ball, and still knock down shots for 82 games. Do you see the article on Yahoo about... Uh, the Suns trying to go go and get LeBron and Carmelo. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It was one of the things I was going to talk about going coming coming back. But the um, but if you if you are the Suns, if you if you any team that can do it, you got to remember um, if you know LeBron and um, they have the same agent. LeBron and the um, um, shoot, what is his name? The point guard they're trying to resign. He's restricted, but. They could. They made him offer. Actually, they made him offer. Um, I can't think of his name. Mario Chalmers, Norris Cole. No, no. Who are you talking Phoenix about? Phoenix Suns. Oh, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Bledsoe. They have the same agency, yeah. but LeBron used to be with a agent's team, agency team. Uh, when he did that with uh, uh, Wade and Bosch, and I thought that was a great idea. I thought cut out the middleman. You guys can go talk about that. You don't have to pay an agent all that money. Maybe just the agent team combined by the three. I don't know how it worked out as far as. How they paid these guys, 
But you can start now. Guys are starting to cut out the middleman, getting together, say who are we gonna play for next. I really don't feel like I really don't think LeBron should be the traveler. I think he should get guys coming to him now because we talk about Dwayne Wade being on his last legs as Dwayne as we know it. So now that Miami Dolphin, that Miami Heat team is your team now. That is your place. Yeah, but he didn't go there for that. I don't he, think. He, no, he went for championships. Yeah. So why? What? What would keep him from leaving? Why? Why would he? If he leaves, I say, and I say this a million times, close to it. The Cleveland Cavaliers don't deserve him, but go back home. Go back home. I think that so when he's 36, 37, 38, and he wants to end his career, he'll back, go back to Cleveland. I don't think he's going to go back to Cleveland. He's on 37. Now, that goes back to Tiger Woods. That goes back to um, do you want to play it? You want Dwayne Wade being a six man? Do you want to be playing at 37? That's Kobe. Well, Kobe's different. Why? Because Kobe's different. Kobe. He don't try. He hasn't traveled anywhere to get his championships. Right. He's different. LeBron traveled to get his championship. So you can ask LeBron at 37 years old. Yeah, I moved around, but I got six championships. So that and that will be what he went in it for. He went into. He's moving around to get. But I always thought the best player in the world. People want to play with him. But you could. Your friends can attract you to come to their city, their town, and it still be their team. Dwayne Wade. I gave Dwayne Wade two thumbs up because he was he sat in the back. That's why he making twenty one million this year, and possibly going to drop down to a a uh, Tim Duncan salary mm-hmm. ten million this year, mm-hmm. um, just to get the Miami Heat back where they want him to be. You don't have a franchise like that, and you take a drastic drop when you lose those players. You'd be willing to do anything as far as pay cut wise to to stay relevant. And the East, or not, not even the East, they are, they've been relevant in the East, but you still have to contend with the Indiana Pacers. Put LeBron James on the Suns. Yeah, yeah. By himself. Put Carmelo on the Bulls. By himself? It's the same. No, you put, you put LeBron James on the Suns. That's what they're missing. You know, they're missing a swing guy. Yeah, you have that backcourt. You have, I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, was, I was talking to my friend. I'm not, I don't think it's going to happen ever. But I think that with as good of a fit as Carmelo would be in Chicago, LeBron would be in, in Phoenix. We'll talk about that after the break. Because uh, you can put both of those guys anywhere. And one's going to play defense, one's not. But one, they're going to shoot, light it up. Kwame Sports Talk, Alex Clancy in the studio. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's, come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Yeah. Are we going to play porn and music or not? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome back to the Premier League Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. That is the number if you want to join in. We're talking NBA basketball. Free agency starts tonight or in the morning on the East Coast, but 901 here in on the West Coast, Arizona time. Talking LeBron, James and Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, those guys opting out. LeBron opted out about a week prior. Um, what does that mean for the Miami Heat? Would they maintain having a bench to be successful? Because those three guys or those two and a half guys would not be able to do it alone. Not in this as these teams making free agency moves. Reports says Suns would attempt to add LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. I don't know how and where you can add both of those guys. Is either one or the other. Um, and that's a street. That's a strategic decision right there. Again, Bledsoe and LeBron have the same agent now. As opposed to when he signed a big three contract with the Miami Heat, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. So, LeBron James, if you any other team with that type of power or possibly a way to do it, why not go after LeBron? Because we know he will move, but he's moving for legacy. Um, why not go after LeBron James? Why not go after Carmelo Anthony? Um, and, and, and strategically moving those, the move I'm talking about is, which one is going to fit? LeBron James fit the Suns or Carmelo fit the Suns or LeBron James probably would fit anywhere, but Chicago Bulls or Carmelo Anthony fit the Chicago Bulls. I think Chicago Bulls are one of the first teams in free agency that Carmelo Anthony is going to visit, which would make sense. So you know you got a sense of uh, what Tom Thibodeau is going to ask of you, and it's going to be from defense. I know you can score. I know you can shoot. It's going to be defense. So Hornacek, Jeff Hornacek and the uh, Phoenix Suns, would love to get a Carmelo Anthony there. That changed the whole dynamics of the West. That puts the that immediately, in my opinion, puts them in the finals. No, you're, it you're immediately out of your mind. puts them in the finals. You're out of your mind. It immediately puts them in the Carmelo finals. Carmelo Anthony puts no, the Suns no, in the finals. I said LeBron James puts the Suns in the finals. I yeah, think yeah, so. it puts them in the finals. They, they they missed the playoffs and and. They missed the play. They barely missed the playoffs. We watched them like we was watching a soap opera. Like how many games out? Or they, they made a run. They were in. No, I, I might be overboard. What immediately put them in the final? But they will. They will. I would not be surprised if they was in the finals next year. Um, but they still don't have that veteran. He's not going to be able to do it. Then you put LeBron in the same situation he was in Miami with carrying it low. We looked for the veteran leadership that the Phoenix Suns had. We couldn't find it. Yeah, but this team is so much younger than the Heat's team. Yeah, but I'm talking about the veteran leadership we looked for. That's yeah, he's going to be about. it. One, one guy's not going to be it. One guy's going to... That's what I said. He's going to be in the same situation that he was in Miami when you thought you had a LeBron... You thought you had a Wayne Wade and he missed 30 games and that takes a toll on one person. I don't care how great you are. I don't care if you're the best in the world or what you're doing. Eventually, I'm... I, and some of the times it was up to game time decision whether he was going to play or not. That weighs on the psyche yeah, of your That's your where teammate. it's going to be wherever he goes. That's, no, what it's, that's the burden no, of being no, the best player on the yeah, planet. Yeah, no, I'm talking about with the star, though, that's supposed to be playing with you. No, yeah, but Dwayne you Wade. think Dwayne Wade was – I don't know why people think that this is seven or eight years ago when Dwayne Wade was in his, was in his prime. Dwayne Wade's He's been old play. for three years. He, 
just like Kobe been old, Kobe's revamped his game. We probably don't see the revamping of his game because he has knee injuries, uh, bad knee injuries, have to take those shots. Wherever Kobe went, he better call Kobe. I don't know what he was waiting on to do that, to get that. You better go overseas and get whatever Kobe got um, legally and get healthy. He's not wherever LeBron, wherever LeBron goes, he's not going to have the same situation because he's counting on the superstar. Now, if you got a guy that's hurt that you're counting on and he can't play, that's one thing. But if, if you're waiting for Dwayne a game-time decision and he missed 30 games this year, that's that's different. Yeah, I mean, there, but there are very few balanced teams from top to bottom in the NBA. Very few balanced. I mean, the Clippers are one. Uh, Free agency Gold, did that. Golden State is one. Chicago is the most number one balance team. So, yeah, j- just balance where people know their roles, and then all, all they oh. need is they're they're missing a player and a small forward, but they have a power forward, a center, a point guard, and the shooting guard who can't shoot. But Jimmy Butler is getting better. I mean, Golden State is the same thing. You have you have a one, two, three, four, and five. Golden State can't get out of the playoffs, and I don't know why because I like that team. Yeah. I like that so team. So we'll see. Yeah. And oh, and the thing with Jason Kidd, I I, I don't want to over because it's official now. Yeah, we uh, yeah we uh, we gonna get to that, but I uh, want to talk LeBron James and the Suns. But that's why we um that's why we talked uh, in the opening. Jason Kidd and his situations in, in Milwaukee Bucks. He's an idiot. That's all I wanted to say. We can talk about it later. Thank you for allowing <laughs> us to talk about it later. <laughs> um. He's an idiot, huh? How about that? I got to wait. To, I can't wait to hear what you got to say about that. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony, the the most balanced team where everybody understand their role, the most in the league, in my where I'm sitting, San Antonio Spurs. Okay. The most, the best, or the top. I don't know who comes after that. Yeah, I mean, I was more focusing on teams that need players, like uh, oh, the team. Who, who like, no, I'm talking about at the as the positions as they are, because you mentioned center, yeah. uh, two guards, center, two forwards. So however they play there, yeah. three forwards or three guards. It's San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. When they come in and they go three guards, or when they come in and they go three forwards, and Tim Duncan, they understand their role. It's not. I'm not trying to play center. I know how to, what they what they do best is rotate on defense. Um, they understand their roles. We know who to get the ball to. Whoever that hot guy is, keep the ball in his hand. Make sure we still play our inside-outside game. Tony Parker is able to get inside real deep on off- on defenses and create problems. But they understand their role. They look for that. And when he turns the ball over eight times a game, nobody even pointing the finger at him. They say, that's eh, just one of those games because he's going to come back. I haven't seen Tony Parker have two back-to-back bad games ever. Yeah. So, ever. I mean, I, I – this free agency is going to be awesome. This this is what you're looking for. This is your because it always happens fast and furious. I wish it was a frenzy, yeah. Like yeah, but but it's it's either going to be fast and furious with these guys, or it's going to be because I think it's until July 10th you can't officially sign with teams. Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be a fun off season. This one and next and, and next year are going to be really really fun to see. And I mean it, it's going to it's going to shake up the whole NBA. Either that or nothing's going to happen. I mean we know Carmelo is going to go somewhere. Unless he opted out to get a max deal, I, I just he, don't he understand why. Out he, he's not going to get max, but he's going to get a lot more money than because the New York Knicks wasn't trying to give him max because they wanted to bring players in, and I think they got uh, Clay Anthony early. They 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 got a player Carmelo, but they traded Chandler, Tyson Chandler yeah. so they have Jose Calderon as a point guard now. I think Chan, um, um, Carmelo Anthony said Chandler let the team down. Okay, uh, and that's fine. Yeah, but I'm saying he let the team down. But I'm like, where were you, Carmelo? Yeah, Anthony, if he's a superstar. Then he needs to take take responsibility because whenever he goes, he's not going to be a leader. He just not he he plays basketball his way. So leadership. If he goes to Chicago, it's perfect because Joe Kim Noah will be the emotional leader. 
He just will be. So there's already a position there. He's going to be the strong arm as well, the emotional leader, because he's very emotional. So all Carmelo will have to do is score. That's all he's going to have to do on that team. And that, I don't know, if I were him, that seems like a perfect fit. Yeah, but you're going to have to play some defense in that. Well, if you score. No, you don't. And Tom Thibodeau. He does whatever he wants. Tom. So he won't go to Chicago. That's why he won't. If he he's gonna visit Chicago, cause he want to hear the language. He want to hear what I'm gonna have to do, what I can and cannot do. But you are not going to a defensive team and not expect. First of all, the coach ain't going. He's not going to have to say anything. The coach won't say a word. I can't wait till he would get in Carmelo's face and yell at him. Who? Carmelo might Joe cry Kim? a little bit and Joe, then quit. Joking? No, S- Thibodeau. Thibodeau is. See, Thibodeau is that type of coach where the the. He allows you, and I thought Jeff did, uh, Hornacek did this a little too much with the Suns. Police yourself. You got a young team in the Suns. They can't police themselves. Oh, they would have been in the playoff if he would have took over. But that team has grown. That, that team has some growth to it now. I think Thibodeau, now he will get in your face, but when you got Joe Kim over there, you, you, your team is That is the team's, the player's team. The coach is a manager. The coach is there to make sure things don't get way too out of hand. Then you do your job. But that when you got a player's team and, and they can't even score, they didn't score in the second half of the season, found themselves in the playoffs. Joe Kim Noah is not going to allow Carmelo Anthony not to play defense when that's all he does. You cannot play your heart out on something and then you look across the board at my superstar and he didn't get a chance to do that with uh, Rose because Rose wasn't out for two years. You look over at my superstar, you're not playing defense. I got a problem. Carmelo Anthony, Chicago Bulls probably, and New York Knicks probably his best bet. I don't see, I wouldn't, after looking at it over overall, I wouldn't want to see him, LeBron James, D-Wade. It's impossible to do. Well, I wouldn't want to see it. They don't might, have four guys have, on the team. Yeah, but you, then you don't have a bench. Then you just plan for one year and a debacle and for the next year. that's not basketball. That's not, well, yes it's it not. is. It's, it's not basketball. basketball. Teams build teams for one year just to win a championship. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it so doesn't. So say Miami gets to the finals again and they lose. Then it was a was waste this of a failed money. experiment? Yep. No, for the for the whole time. Was the big three a failed experiment? If they went two no. and three in no. the finals. They went to the finals four times. Yeah, if they went there five won. years in a row. Uh-huh. Okay. So they went two out of five. They could have won one out of five. And it still would have been better? It, so it would have been fine? They won a championship. How many teams? There's guys playing 20-something years in the NBA or 15 to 20 years and never get that ring. Yeah. You can't, you can't, call, you can't call a fail. It's, it's us. I think it would be embarrassing. Yeah, well, it's us. No, it will be a conversation to talk about forever. But it's us knowing who those guys are. Oh, those superstars, you only won. You only won. One championship, two championships in five years with those guys, with that team. And then we're going to start. Then you're going to find somebody who say, well, you got to talk about uh, Dwayne Wade. He was hurt most of the time. Uh, or Chris did this. Or they didn't have a bench. We're going to find every scapegoat to reason, for the reason that they only won one out of five or two out of five. Um, but, but I don't think winning a championship is a failed experience. I just wish uh, Goran Drogic and Eric Bledsoe, if, if they can sign him, um, Bledsoe back They made him an offer But he's a restricted offer yeah. What he wanted to do Or what they wanted The Suns wanted to do In building the Phoenix Suns team Was Somebody make an offer And they can match it And they right. get to keep him um, But I thought that was Playing Eric Kind of short You um, You make your Hometown guy offer first And then just say Then start negotiating from there And then if somebody else Can try to make more Then you just give them more But you make him an offer at least Then you got um, Who was Pump Plumley over there Forward, it's Fry. Fry's still there. Nope. Fry, they, he got rid of him. Yeah. 
he he opted out. He's he's an unrestricted free agent. But and uh, he opted out. That don't mean he's going anywhere. But we 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 see. Yeah, I think he's gone. Uh, Shannon Fry over there uh, says he loves the Suns and this this and that. But they're going to have to find a pick. And they had some good. They had about four draft picks in this draft last week's draft. Two in the first round. Um, they had one in the first round. Three. They had three in the first round. Mm-hmm. Have to get they, from, they get gonna, from Brazil. Yeah, the, they're gonna uh, have to find a way. North Carolina State. They're gonna have to find a way to make that team with those picks, and and they didn't do it in trading to get somebody veteran or trading for the future. The future is now for the Phoenix Suns. You you got to you got to. You was closer than playoffs. You was in on the playoffs. Um, you got yeah. You had three yeah. first round picks. Yeah. Now on the other side of the opposite of the Miami Heat is that the Phoenix Suns have so many pieces they can move. Mm-hmm. They have all bench players. Like they have three guys, legitimate starters in the league. Then they have all bench players. So you can package. Say they did want to do a sign and trade for Carmelo or a sign and trade uh, for LeBron. In theory, they have so many pieces they can move, and everybody's pretty young. You know the the Morris brothers. You have uh, PJ Tucker. He comes the, in in my place of work a lot. He's put on, he's put on twenty pounds of muscle. Like this dude looks like a linebacker now. So he's obviously ready to either go somewhere else and get paid, or be the defensive stopper that everybody thought he was in the beginning with the Phoenix Suns. So they have so many pieces they can move. You think New York wouldn't want to do a sign and trade with Carmelo and get all these young guys? Absolutely. That's, that's where this whole debacle started with LeBron with uh, Carmelo was they had a bunch of young guys. They traded them all away for him and Amari Stoudemire. And then now they're in the pickle right that they, they're in now. Yeah, right where they are. Yeah. They um, yeah, but you have the um, a, a first time coach. You do have a Hall of Fame player personnel guy in J- in Jackson. You got a first time coach. You give him all these young players. Do you go through the growing plans with them? Is this a job for Fisher and the New York Knicks to say um? Let's build a team, and then you steal the coach after three to four, five years. What well, was a five-year deal, right? Yeah. Three to five-year deal. Well, th- five-year deal, but are you still the coach in three years? Okay, now we built our team. Do you roll with him now and say, you was a part of building this team. Now you're a better coach after three years. You're a better coach after five years. Or you just find you get a guy down the road that you like. And, and if, it, if, it's, if that's the plan and it's working out, and you got all these young guys, and you started finding some chemistry of what you need to do, Phil Jackson, bringing the players in that fits your mode, or is there a Dirk Fisher mode that they're going to go towards? Because they're going to have to play the triangle. They, they're going to play the triangle, and I don't know, with all these young players in there, do you give the New York the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, that's a team that don't have any patience. For the most time, they don't have a choice of not having the patience because they're not playing well. You got Carmelo Anthony who's opted out, and there's no. That's not to say that he can't go back to the Knicks and get maybe close to max as possible. Then, but then you you back in a position. If I don't have anybody to play with, yeah. I mean, you, you look at Phil Jackson, and he's he's been tested over time, and and he's always been looked at as a genius by the moves that he makes and his coaching style and whatnot. You move Tyson Chandler, maybe because Carmelo Anthony didn't like him, whatever, or maybe because. In the triangle, you need a center that has post moves that can that can score. You need you need scoring from the center position. You need a power forward that can get, that can hit a 12, 14 footer. You need specific things. You need guards that are over six three. You need shooting guards that can create on their own. You know you need the 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 mold for the triangle offense is set. 
You just have to put the pieces in it. Like, Clay Anthony uh, early is going to be fantastic in the triangle offense because he's going to play the three, maybe the two. He can... He can um, he can get his own shots. He can run an offense because Wichita State ran a very tight offense over there. And I think a lot of that had to do, a lot of that was, I mean, the, all the winning was caused by them running very tight offense with the correct personnel to run it. And the, and the triangle's the same thing. Why they haven't made a, a move for Pau Gasol? I, here's the thing. I, as a Laker fan, I love Pau Gasol. What about just as a basketball fan? I wouldn't want him on somebody else's team. Oh, I know. Palk's all He's 15 and 10. Yeah. That's, He's 80%, 80% from the line, right, 50% from the field. He doesn't really play defense much anymore. He's, he's pretty slow. But I'm talking about when you mentioned the triangle, I was thinking Palk. Yeah. And that's what it is. The yeah. power forward position has to be able to hit that 15-footer because that's the first pass in the triangle offense. Either you pass to the, the free throw line extended, either hand it off to the guard or face up, and you can hit that 15-footer. That's what it is. I think the Lakers need to keep him. Maybe he needs to take a pay cut. He, I don't think he wants to be. He said he's not opposed from what I'm reading, Red. He's not opposed to going back to the Lakers, but I think the Dallas Mavericks was trying to trying to get him out of there. Yeah, it's a boneyard over there. Yeah, but yeah, it's the Dallas Mavericks. You, yeah, and he'd be Kassar, great. Powell they almost going beat to San Dallas. Antonio last year. Right. Powell Kassar going to Dallas, that's a better, that's a, now that's a whole different basketball team. But now team. they have that's Tyson Chandler. Team. I don't know if it'll be logjam down low. Unless you put Durgis to three oh, now. You got to, you got to, no, that come. Or Powell plays six man. Well, if you got a dumb coach, then none of that works. You got to know how to play those guys. You got to find, that's what training is about, finding that chemistry. Then you go into those, those games that we can't wait to be over so we can start the regular season, playing that chemistry, finding the chemistry, and then telling those guys, you are playing a real game. Because like in football preseason games, that's not a real game to the second or third game. Nobody plays the first and fourth game. So you got to let these guys know you're playing a real game, and I need a real game for two quarters. Two quarters for at least two games because I got to find this chemistry, see how this chemistry works. So when we go into the season, teams know where we are strength-wise, depending on whom we have on the court, uh, and then what we need to work on as far as where our weaknesses are. So Palcasol makes Dallas Mavericks a better team. But, I mean, you look at – you look at the so you have Raymond Felton as the point guard, maybe, maybe. Um, Monte Ellis at the two, then you have this again logjam with Sean Marion, Dirk. It would be Powell and Tyson Chandler, you know. And then I think Sean puts Sean in the lineup. He's going to be in that lineup. But one of those two guys, he's Tyson not, he's Chandler, he's not getting any younger either. No, yeah, but he's not getting. He's not the cause of anything they're doing unsuccessfully. He's just an undersized power forward. And, he, and he's not a good enough scorer to be a three. And, they, and, they, and off the bench, you still have uh, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. it's... Yeah. Uh, the Nets get two, first, two second rounders on this Jason Kidd situation. It, well, how do you ask... Bucks finalized the deal with oh. Jason Kidd. Um, with Jason Kidd, and this is what I was alluded to earlier, that he had some issues as a player that you would think, you know... If outside looking in, you think that players have these. He had an issue with his wife. I think, um, I don't know, Jamani, uh, he had his wife, something, whatever the issue was, but it was an issue all, all the same. He had a DUI. He had a, uh, he got Brian, I was trying to think of the coach, Brian Scott, kicked out of New York or New Jersey when they were New Jersey Nets. Um, then he had some uh, other issues, but th- that's, that's Jason Kidd. So when you, when you have those type of issues as a player, 
and we haven't really seen anything, you know, from Jason and trouble wise in a while. Does it even make sense to make those demands to a team uh, in Brooklyn that they're trying to build and they have these 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 young guys? Do you do you go to them and say, well, I got you in the playoffs. You call these guys old. So now since you called them old and I got us in the playoffs and the East, let me add that to it. I want full control over basketball operation. I think Jason Kidd was should have waited about three more, two more years. Yeah, I mean he's not Doc Rivers. No, he's not Heck Phil no. Jackson. He's not. There are very few guys to get to get keys to the castle. You know, Andy Reid got keys to the castle when he went to Kansas City because they they worked for it. So Jason Kidd, number one, asking for about. I mean, he's a knucklehead for thinking that that he would ever get that. Number two, going to talk to one of his close friends, who's the Milwaukee Bucks owner. While they already have a head coach saying, hey, can I come coach for you guys? So then now they traded Jason Kidd for two, first, two second round picks and Larry Drew has been fired. So yeah. it's like, first of all, what is Milwaukee thinking? What and if he would have turned that down? See, this, this is one of the questions. Stay on that point because if he turns that down, Jason Kidd, if it doesn't work out and you're the coach for the Milwaukee Bucks and you've been trying to shop me, you're trying to get a coach in here, you think I want a coach there now? It, fortunately, it worked out where, and I say fortunately, because somebody's been fired, that's never a good thing. Well, he's going to get paid still. I mean, he's going to get paid, but he's been fired. Now, Jason Do you Kidd, want to coach in Milwaukee? <laughs> I mean, come yeah, on. But, but you know what? We had this conversation probably a year or two ago. Some guys will take that, from, it might have been a year ago, some guys will take a f- graveyard job just to get in. And then, you know, they don't have anything to lose. You can say, well, it's Milwaukee. I tried my best. Give me another shot. I Mike, think Larry Mike, Drew coached in Atlanta. I want to say he coached in Atlanta before Mike Woodson, but I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, but either way. So you have, and now my question is, Jason Kidd lost his damn mind. I mean, I feel like this is losing your mind situation. You can't expect, like, you must be absolutely delusional to think that you're going to get the keys to the castle of a new franchise uh, with you know Prokhorov through all this money at this, we're going to win within five years. All these things, he didn't do enough. They didn't. If they would have beat Miami, and he would have come at the end of the year, th- maybe Billy King wouldn't have smacked him in the face. He would have yeah. been like, "Well, let's sit down and talk about this," you know. And then it it begs the question: Is it right to have a, a head coach that played in the NBA the year before? Is it right? I think to that's do your this. question. Yeah, because this proved my point to a T as of now, because we haven't seen Derek Fisher yet, but this proved my point to a T that these players need to coach, sit on the bench, be a defensive coach, be a, a point guard coach, do something before running a franchise on the basketball court. You're talking old and timing days now. Uh, back in the day, yeah, that makes sense, but if you got time to spare, which the Nets did, um, you could bring in a guy just play because you still have to. It's it's kind of shaky because you just I just finished playing against you last year. Now I'm either coaching you or coaching against you, which coaching against you helps. But I think it can only be, not only be. I think it makes sense if it's a point guard because point guards run those teams, so they they do just as much extensive field study as the the coaching staff because they have to orchestrate. Um, and, that, and that's a question we would have to answer down the road or, or check on down the road. It, does it make sense for or 
coming right out of the league, going straight into a head coaching job. Not just coaching, but a head coaching job. Do they sit on the bench or not? I don't know. That's a question. But I think it's kind of like we got past we got past guys coming out of college, college football, going straight to starting quarterbacks. You know, we got past that. So we expect everybody who got drafted, in, and more so the quarterbacks who got drafted in the first round, not mm-hmm. just a quarterback. Uh, we got past them, and we want every quarterback that got drafted in the first round, you better come in and start, and you got to be the starter because there's other guys you have to live up to, which is outside looking in, which is media talk. Now, back to Jason Kidd. Kidd was trying to get coach and president in New York, and then he tried to get coach and president and Milwaukee. So they must have told him something. And the two first rounders, the two second rounders for next year, maybe it's a conversation had that we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. But he's only going to Milwaukee as a coach. He's not getting the uh, keys yet. And it's Milwaukee, so I don't know why he... He was the biggest media market in the world mm-hmm. for One Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yep. <laughs> you think Jabari, is Jabari Park is that big of a deal? Yeah, he's a big deal. You think, no, no, but, but I mean you have... You have pl- a place that players will want to go play. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is players will want to go play. So I don't know if he burned the bridge right away. I don't know if he walked in there screaming expletives. You remember he fired uh, some guys Lawrence early in Frank. the year? Yeah, or, or early in the year he fired some guys. Um, and maybe he had to do that because when you got a guy who's Frank and Frank who's been on that bench, who's been coaching for a minute, and then you bring in Jason Kidd and he just it, – it's kind of – some guys it's hard to take a back seat to. But J.C. Kidd felt, and I think J.C. Kidd did the right thing. I think the organization did the wrong thing by putting Frank behind him. He, you got to get rid of those guys so now the team can pay more attention to you. It, it, it's what it is as far as coaches and players are concerned goes. But he came in knocking heads off. Yeah, fr- yeah and again, that has something to do with him not being on the bench before. You're going to tell me what to do? No, I have to show right. my dominance. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. You haven't. You don't deserve that yet, and that's my main issue. You don't deserve respect yet as a head coach. And you know what? That happens um, in the workforce a lot. When you come in, you know somebody's been passed up, uh, but I come in, I got to show you, uh, well, my title is above you, so either do what I say or just leave. You yeah. can leave. New hotshot and, CEO that right, comes yeah. in. It's like, yeah, I do have a title that's above yours. And I know this job should have been yours, but but it's mine. Do what I say or get out of here. That was yeah. Jason Kidd um, going into New York. Well, I did get the job. And now he's in purgatory. Now, he's in NBA they, purgatory. Why they didn't give you the job, Frank? Um, so you don't want to go by these standards that I have as far as my coaching staff, who my staff is. Speaking of his staff, what, is, what about the staff in New York? I mean, uh, the Brooklyn. Are some of those guys going to go with him to Milwaukee? I don't know. He's I wouldn't. Gonna, well, Milwaukee, they don't. They're gonna have to buy some of those guys' uh, contracts out because head coach used to take their guys with them because they understand the philosophy, their offense and defense philosophy. So now you got to get that across to your new team. Yeah, but then, and then look at Brooklyn. This is a genius move by them. They're, they're talking about Lionel Hollins coming in and coaching these guys. Lionel Hollins is is a beast. He's a hard ass. He's a Tom Thibodeau kind of guy. He's like a silent assassin. When he was in Memphis. They were relevant every year, even through injuries, through everything. Marcus Hall and Zach Randolph took years off being injured. Mike Conley was coming into his own three, four, five years ago, three, four years ago. Like now, Lionel Hollins, if he goes to Brooklyn, I instantly put him as a top three team in the East. But as a coach, uh, I'll say it out there also, that can coach the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. He was in Golden State last year. Right, yeah. I don't know if he wants to coach. 
Well, right away. I don't know. You got to find the right team. I thought Cleveland might be the right team. His and feelings then, might be hurt. It could be. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish up on this. We'll finish up on the show. And we'll talk maybe a little hockey. I mean, uh, soccer. Yeah. Yeah, geez. we can talk soccer. But uh, 888-346-9144. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Finish it up. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Uh, welcome back to Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. This is for you. You, you know, you know. I'm Fred Sanford. You Lamont. You know who Lamont was? Nope. Big dummy. You know what? You. you know what? Uh, no. <laughs> you not for real? I wasn't born. You. You don't have to be born to watch a show that was that's in syndication. Kevin just said Quincy Jones created this. So Quincy Jones created created a lot of tunes uh, for TV and obviously music. Um, you telling me you never seen Sanford and Son? I may have seen two episodes in my life. You, you, you either know you've seen them or you're not. All right, we got some. Um, are you going? It's United States plays today, tomorrow, tomorrow. I thought it was today. Tomorrow. At 1 o'clock? Yep. What was I thinking today? I was just, think, just knew I was going somewhere to watch it. Man, I changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin uh, Kevin said they, they plan on ESPN as opposed to regular TV. Why do you think that is? Money. Yeah. Uh, exactly what it is. Every bar is happy. But, you, you know, I don't know if, um yeah, because you got to get to the bars to watch those if you want to. If you ha- you can watch everything watch online nowadays, though. I mean, no, it's, but it's a delay, though. Online is a delay. It is. If you watch it online, it's a it's a delay. But in other countries, it's it's live. I mean, we we want soccer to be what it is. We want to root for our teammates, but we got to go out the house to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I don't care where I, where I watch I, it. But. I really thought it was to, today at one o'clock. It's tomorrow at one o'clock. Uh-huh. Tuesday at one o'clock. Hmm. Hmm. I don't I'm know. I'm a schedule bit all around it. You do? Yeah, I might go hit some golf balls before. Top golf? No. Where? I'll just go to Continental. Right down the street? Yeah. Yeah. Right down the street from me. I go I gotta go. I got the itch. You play you, you hit balls one time, you got the itch. I, I hit the I, we played for about an hour and I haven't played I haven't played golf in three years, four years. It's in I, got, I got some Hogan irons in my in my closet right now. With spider webs on them. Yeah, totally. 
you know, so if, if you're I, not gonna have time for this, you don't want to get into this golf thing. This thing will consume you. I need something. I, I, it, you, it's you gonna be okay. To consume you. It's gonna be okay. You, 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 I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start playing rounds before the radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the summertime, you can do that. Yeah. No. Um. If I left my golf clubs in my trunk for and, a full summer, and you gonna, they're gonna be no good. So is it uh, the adhesive comes off the head? Right. In is Arizona, that, because it's too hot. You can't do that. So I got to get them re, uh, re-glued, huh? You left them in the car? Yeah. Well, no. Two summers ago, I did. I well, haven't done that since. Well, they're probably fine. They're in the garage now, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. They, if they've... Well, I'll see if, if the head flies off when I, when I, when I swing them the first well, time. Ben Hogan's? Yeah. Head's going to fall off. Dang. I don't no, think so. I'll be all right. No, yeah. Don't go... You're a beginner. I used to play. You're a beginner. So I got a don't. stroke, man. Mm. Well... He like Bubba. He could go anywhere. Yeah, but he's deep. It's long. It's I far. Know. Now you'll begin. Don't go buy new clubs until you get. You talking about you got an itch there. You don't have an itch yet, but, but you thinking about it until you out there. Until you get your swing down, then you got to start investing in some clubs. It's, it's an expensive game. Yeah. Not just going to play. It's an expensive game of equipment you got to buy. You can't go out dressed like that. I know. You I, can. I got collar shirts. Huh? I have collar shirts. <laughs> Collar shirts and some golf shoes. I'll be all right. Don't be having on Nike and Adidas and then uh, what else? Uh, Under Armour. I'm not going to be sponsored. I'll go buy so them sh- from Old Navy. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no. You know what? That's good. That's good. When I first started playing, I just bought some shorts in the shirt, but it was all the same thing. Don't have on. Don't have on three different millionaires. You know, just have on one. Maybe it's Adidas. Maybe it's Nike. Maybe it's Titleist. Oh, whatever, whatever you like, but don't have on three. Di- don't have on three different minutes. I won't. All right, I won't. Uh, so- yeah, I was watching last night. We were <laughs> talking to <laughs> <the> soccer. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, you can stop me from golf anytime. But it, it was uh, last night, man. It was who was it? Netherlands was playing. Um, Netherlands, was Mexico right. early. Mexico gone. Oh man, that was okay. So I was watching. I'm rooting for Mexico because we're on the same continent as Mexico. That's uh, why I have a lot of friends from Mexico, so I can, I can. Um, it, it's it, it's an extension of the U.S. So they're up one nil in the 88th minute. Mm. Um, the first goal was beautiful, sick, just I mean unstoppable. The second one, this dude has flopped twice throughout the game, <laughs> and he flops a third time, and he they call it. it in the 91st minute. Right, he got it. Um, maybe this one was a foul. Okay, say it was. I still don't think that there should be penalty shots with like. I don't think a penalty shot should ever determine the outcome of a game. And this is what I don't she was talking so. about off the air. Well, yeah, but in that's penalty shots after extra time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Netherlands won in in uh, in regulation. They run in, they won in stoppage time, which was I heard that 269 teams have 269 games in the World Cup have had a team leading in the 80th minute by one goal. Three times out of the 272 total games, total matches, three teams have come back and won in regulation, down one in the 88th minute. And Mexico was one of those three that lost. So it's just, it's heart-wrenching for this country. It's like, I mean, people were crying in the stands. Like, this shows how much soccer, how truly global soccer is. And how basketball and, and football what, and baseball, nothing touches soccer. Well, and I understand this is the World Cup, so it's bigger. Right, and it's because globally, I think the only thing, baseball and basketball, football can't touch it globally. And football is not football. Football, uh, 
and it's soccer players, everybody from all the Jamaicans I run into, or everybody that's from somewhere else. I'm like, why you? Why don't y'all call it handball? Why you call it football? You know, you rarely use your feet. <laughs> um, but this was this is one of the, why I mentioned why isn't it on TV for the United States? Don't you want us to be into it like Mexico? Mexico lost the game. Everybody was. It was a disaster for them, crying in the stands, crying in the bars. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure of it. They were the better team. They were the better team, and they lost on that on those penalties. Um, so why you put a game like that on cable TV, which everybody don't have cable, and not because they can't afford it, just don't want to pay, see the same old stuff over and over. Um, another game I watched yesterday was uh, the Costa Rica one, and that came down. That was in Argentina. What they play? Mm. It was Costa Rica and Greece. Um, and Greece, 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 um, Costa Rica and Greece, and they pulled it out. So now it's the Netherlands. Is this one that you would want to watch? I think Costa Rica beats the Netherlands, but I thought Mexico would beat them also. To so be, you, to be brutally honest, if the U.S. loses tomorrow, uh huh. I mean, I'll watch, but I won't be watching as intently as. When I, as it will is when because now I have I have zero horses in this race behind the U.S. When I had two out of sixteen. Um, I, the U.S. can definitely beat Belgium. Belgium's a better team in my opinion, especially with Josie Altador being out. But if I, the he's, U.S. he's going to be back for this, isn't he? I, I, thought he's coming back I don't for know. This they, have, they haven't really decided yet. I think I because think, I think, I think you only get, be back. I think you only get two substitutions a match, mm-hmm. and say you play him early, and he, and he comes play. up lame. You use one substitution within the first fifteen minutes. But that he puts your knows team that. Yeah, it does. But he knows that. Especially you, with how hot it is out there. You will really destroy what we're trying to do as a team if you if you play, if you go out there and play and you can't make it. Now I got one substitution. Yeah. Now, now put, having said that, if you need a spark, you're down a goal in the start of the second half. Fifty minutes in, bring you him throw in, him in there. Him then, in. so everybody's already a little bit more tired. And he's fresh. So, I mean, they could do a lot of things. Jurian Clinton is a genius. As so. veteran as he is, as good as he is, that spark better. Because you got to get into a rhythm. That spark better be right on time. Well, also, I mean, him coming back will spark the team. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, just having him on the field. But as a striker, you have to be faster. You have you have to be more agile. So it's going to be difficult for him. It was just a broken lame. nose, man. He, no, he, that, he was that was Dempsey. Clint Dempsey. No, but he, he, had, he pulled his hamstring. Yeah. This, yeah. All right. Um, the one team... That should still be in it, which is still in it, is uh, Brazil because they're the host. I always, I don't care if you can host it in, uh, you host it in Australia. Th- that team got to be in it. That team, it makes sense. And those things could be arranged too because you see what the U.S. had to go, where they had to go practice and then go play. I mean, these guys are traveling all over to play these games. I thought it was in one big mm. place. They traveling all over. To play this game, but Colombian. This is a game I do want to watch. Yeah, Brazil I mean, and Colombia. Yeah, see, Colombia's uh, they're they're a fun team because they're not supposed to be here. Costa Rica's not supposed to be here. You know, there are a lot of teams here that have either knocked off powerhouses or have been lucky enough to get out of pools where powerhouses didn't make it. Uh, I just hope the U.S. wins. Like this will be, this will, this might spark something in the United States we've never seen before if they win. Their match tomorrow, and we could talk about that tomorrow. We got because Germany plays or Algeria, so that's uh, that's another one. Um, but I thought it was. I thought the game was so. Now I don't. My, well, I do have a, another appointment though. But tomorrow, one o'clock, and you fix your schedule to go watch this. Where are you watching the game? I'm probably at home. 
4, Alex Clancy. Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. He's practicing his golf swing. He's, I'm ready. You're not, you're not hooked yet, but... You, you I used to be I used to play four times a week. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time. 9 a.m. Pacific time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>